Uh, this is Leonard Angelo. This is December 19th. Uh, lay off the artists. Divorce and other forced transitions. And a gift of change. These are a couple things that are on my mind today. Uh, thinking about that since this weekend. Uh, I am just continuing my December audio journal. Uh, December for me is an attempt to clear some uh, unproductive and unsuccessful things out of my life for January to see some more success in January. Okay, I haven't recorded in a while. It feels like forever, but it hasn't been. It's only been a weekend. Uh, So I was going into the weekend in a real bad place. Real negative. Real dark. Uh, and what happened was I just, I just realized I was bottoming out in terms of physical, uh, whatever I'm capable of physically. And we're all different. This is unfortunate. If we were, we're all from the same model, you know, if I got a breakdown in my, uh, regulator, uh, you get a breakdown in your regulator, we can relate. But unfortunately our regulators are different because... You're a model 643 and I'm a model 587 and there we go. It ain't the same. We've got different, different equipment going on. And people don't like to hear that, I don't think. Because we tell these big universal narratives like, what am I doing? I'm getting into this same nonsense. Uh, what I, basically, all I was trying to say is I was tired. I was very tired. And uh, I have since rested. Last night... Boy, yesterday was a was a real productive day. I got up and, and planned to do this, that, and the other. And what I actually did was fall a friggin' sleep and sleep all day. This was involuntary. Not my doing, by the way. So if there was any guilt to be to be had, it was not because I sat down and was like, well, I'm gonna veg. I'm gonna put this pizza here on my lap or on my chest, as it were. And I'll just peel off piece after piece until I'm unconscious. I didn't do that. I didn't even have a pizza. Ah, would that I had a pizza. What I did was take a small breather and just rest my eyes. And that's the end of that. I became like my father on Thanksgiving Day. Just asleep in a chair with my mouth open. Uh, and then I got up, you know, in the afternoon, and I was like, oh my god, I slept. What does this mean? Um, I, what a nightmare, I slept. And I went about to, set about to do a few things, and then, lo and behold, early in the evening, I fell asleep again. And that, I slept on until all the all morning. And I, I slept late. So this is where I'm at. I got, I got caught up, I suppose, and my body feels a lot better. And I'm not feeling bad about that. Not at all. Feeling better feels better. That's a bit of wisdom. They can put that on my tombstone. Feeling better feels better. Who knew? Oh, uh, so I uh, had a uh, Christmas party this e- this weekend and a couple of other different social engagements that were less fun than that. The Christmas party was fine. I was real panicked about two things. One was not having a white elephant gift that I had made. And the other was catching up with people and filling them in on my career and whatever. But as it turns out, the party was so big that none of that was an issue. 
when the white elephant gift exchange happened, I was over in a corner. It was unintentional, but I was over in a corner. And there I stood. It was such a busy party that, that nobody really noticed I didn't have anything. And that's okay. I, I, I enjoyed watching everyone. And, and there was no... You know when you got to give a speech, like in school, and you, you're listening to the other... Okay, I'm, this is me. I'm listening to the other people's speeches. But all I can think about is my speech. You know what I mean? You got to give a presentation or whatever. You can't enjoy the other presentations. And that was not the case because I, I was all, that was off the table and it felt great. That was a wonderful experience. I was laughing and smiling and enjoying. Can you imagine that? That doesn't fit at all. Uh, so that's what happened with that and it was a good party and I didn't really have to fill in too many people. I just... Because there was a lot of people to talk to. And a lot going on. So it was fine. There was eating. There was imbibing. Uh, good things. And there was laughs and smiles all around. And I felt better about it. I think I... Boy, I painted a, a real dark picture before I went there. And it was fine. It was just fine. There was nothing to worry about. And after the sleep, maybe that's part of where this perspective comes from today. It's the sleep. Hmm. So, yeah. The first thing on my list today was lay off the artists. And this comes up because on Friday before I left work, I was getting a cup of coffee. The third of the day. And it's not a small cup. It's a mug. A giant travel mug. Uh, and I got a big bellied travel mug because I've spilled them so many times. So, is that an important detail? Probably not. I'm trying to paint a picture. Uh, so, I, I was getting coffee and, and the guy who's the illustrator in my company was there. Now, we have one full-time illustrator. And this is, this is not an interesting story, but I went to work for that company because there are opportunities for illustration there. The product that they make, it involves some lab, some technical illustrations, some whimsical illustrations of all kinds. So it really, to be a jack-of-all-trades illustrator there would have been a, a real asset. Uh, and we have one of those. The company's had one, and he's worked there for 14 years. A jack-of-all-trades illustrator, and he actually can do... Oh, I've never seen him not do something. You know, scientific illustrations, all the way to cartooning, so... Uh, I like this guy a lot. I've had lunch with him a couple times to try to pick his brain. Uh, there was a strategic lunch because it was out of my comfort zone, that's for sure. Uh, and he is... Uh, so he's been there a long time. And he's basically... Before they, they started hiring people who were designers who had illustration backgrounds or an illustration skill set as well, there wasn't anybody else to do illustration. They would hire it out freelance when they needed it. Uh, and this guy's been there 14 years, and he basically is the fill-in. He does everything that comes up that is possible to do in-house. He'll do it. And the product we make, I think, is better for him being there. But this last year, there have been a lot of changes at work, a lot of changes in management, a lot of changes in structure, especially in my department, which is the creative department. It's a big company, relatively big company that has gotten much bigger this year. And this is something I've experienced over and over again. Because my, my history is working as a designer in startup industry. 
and I've been working as a designer since the late 90s, and, uh, you know, it's a tumultuous time in history for startup companies and for creative departments. My experience has been many times being laid off. I've been laid off, uh, what is it, four times now in my career. Four times. Uh, Each of those layoffs was a creative department layoff uh, exercise that the company was doing, some kind of uh, restructuring. And this, now I can't speak from, I, I don't, I'm not a manager, so I, can't, I don't have a lot of research into the, to the upper decision-making process, but from my experience, every time a company suffered, a company like that I've worked for has suffered financial instability, I'll call it. Uh, they immediately destroy the creative. They got the creative and the sales departments. And see, your marketing is is under that umbrella as well. Creative. It's a funny strategy because you would think that a company who isn't doing well would need to do more outreach, but they just they see that as an expense that they can't abide at the moment and then they, they lay it off and I think when they pick it up again it's probably from freelance from freelancers or, or outside firms and that's what they do they, they, they basically rid themselves of any in-house expenses any overhead in the creative uh, product and then they pick it up again from an outside firm my company's been doing that a lot this year uh, because we are, they increased their workload. The beginning of the year, they announced that they wanted to increase pr- production, you know, by a percentage. This percentage was very high, and it involved specific numbers of specific types of products. And without going into what the company does, uh, basically, if we produced widgets, they want 50% more widgets this year, and uh, a thousand of this kind, two thousand of this kind, etc. That's how they they told us, and everybody looked at each other and went, "What are you talking about? We're barely making it now." But they had a grand scheme for for increasing employee the amount of employees in the creative department and all that. Well, none of that stuff happened, but the goals did not change because the HR department couldn't keep up with the hiring and, and the screening, and that's what happened. So we started outsourcing. This is a really long story. The, the illustrator, when I was talking to him about getting coffee, was telling me that he was actually very scared for his job as of late because he hadn't had as much to do and he felt like the new management in, turn, in the creative department was not as interested in pursuing uh, custom illustration anymore. They wanted to use more stock. And we already use a ton of stock, and it sucks. Stock is stupid. Look, I know why it exists, but it's because everybody decided they need to produce 100 things. We need 1,000 of this and 2,000 of that. And the only way that's going to happen is with a bunch of stock. But what you end up with looks like everybody else's thing. So it's dumb. It's a dumb strategy, and it's, it's very uh, short-term. Uh, you know, it, it, it's just not... It's not big picture thinking at all. Uh, and the illustrator was scared for his job. Now, he's been there 14 years, and he's extreme, extremely skilled, and he planned to retire from that company. Now, I know nobody retires anymore. I haven't had that concept in my head ever because 
my first experience in an office ended with me with a box in my hands going out to my car with a bunch of people crying around me, you know. You don't get the idea that you're going to retire when that's your first office job. Uh, anyway, it got me thinking about layoffs in Christmas because I'm for the past three years that I've worked at this company, I've been here three Christmases and every one of them ended with, or the, the season began with a layoff. And it happened right before they take their little break. We've got we've got a, a short break where the company's closed. Their their winter holiday, and uh, there's been a layoff every time. Every year I've been here, there's been at least one layoff right before that break. And this guy, the illustrator, was telling me, you know, he's worried about that. He's noticed that as well. And he's been here 14 years. That means it's it's a tradition. Merry Christmas. Uh, so like I said I've been laid off four, four times and I think about that uh, it is always on my mind when I have a job that, that, that it is impermanent uh, that you could be laid off at any moment and for any reason and it doesn't have a whole lot to do with you because I've always been what I consider to be an employee now, I'm, not a, I'm not a company man but I you know I do better than an adequate job. I give it everything that I have while I'm here. But I'm not the kind of guy who wants to do overtime. I'm not the kind of guy who wants to uh, kiss ass. That isn't me. And we got a lot of those people at work. So if they're looking to lay people off, I don't know. I think that stuff actually helps kissing ass. Unfortunately, that's the nature of the world we live in. Divorce and other forced transitions at the party, at the Christmas party. We hung back. I hung back at the end, and there were a couple people hanging back. And one of them announced to the small group that was left that he was getting divorced, separated from his wife. They've been married. They've been together for a long time, and they've been married maybe four or five years. Uh, this guy's somebody I went to college with. Most of the people at the, they hung back were, and, and it was uh, it's hard news to hear. Uh, and, and the combination of thinking about layoffs and thinking about divorce, those were forced um, transitional periods that uh, were difficult. <clears throat> His plan was to go down south to South America, where he's from, and volunteer for a period of six months with an organization that'll, that does real, real good down there. And I was thinking how, how awesome that is. Now, this guy's an artist. He's in the same position I'm in. He's an artist. We're all in the same position. We all graduate around the same time. And his choice for his forced transition is to do something uh, selfless and good. There is some selfishness in it because, you know, it's a, it's a form of escape. It's a very dramatic form of, I'm going to find myself and here's how I'm going to do it. But the choice that he made was not uh, go on a bender or uh, move to Vegas and start dating strippers or... or uh, know, get a business degree and start bullying everybody around. His choice is to go do some good and find himself, and I, I have a lot of respect for that. When my divorce happened, I, uh, I got real into work and real into, uh, I don't know, it was a dark transition, not, a, not at all thinking externally about things that I might do that would benefit the world and me 
or uh, help me to discover a new part of myself that I that maybe led to the situation I was in. My reaction was to go real dark and 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 uh, inside to introspective and to retreat. And he's he's retreating, but there is a what he actually wants to accomplish on this retreat is is uh, noble. Uh, layoffs, divorce. Other, other kinds of things where life kicks you in the ass and forces you out the door. It's interesting. Uh, those things happen. And, and I think when they happen, it can be good. And not that I 